Hey besties, welcome back or to the public private story, the place where I share my inner thoughts and feelings with the people who care enough to listen. Taylor Swift is one of my favorite artists ever. Not only has she broken records climbing the charts like when she took all of the top 10 spots in Billboard's Hot 100, with her new album Midnight's of course, but she's always been creating music, like since my early years, so I feel like I've grown with her and with her career. And since it is her birthday today, I thought a good way to honor this Sagittarian Swift would be mixing music and astrology once again with another list of an artist's songs linked to a zodiac sign. I've done Adele, Olivia Rodrigo, and even Beyonce. So now it is time for Taylor Swift songs as zodiac signs. But first, looking at Taylor Swift's astrology in general, she has her son in Sagittarius because her birthday's in Sagittarius season, and Sagittarius is a fire sign, mutable, ruled by the planet Jupiter, which is basically the planet of optimism, so she probably had a really, not a smooth life, obviously, but she always bounces back and things go well for her, and I think this is this matches well with her Sagittarian personality. Now going on to her moon, her moon is in Cancer. And I don't know if you guys have noticed this trend as well as I have, but anybody with Cancer placements in the music industry tends to do really well, like phenomenally well. I don't know what it is about them, but my guess is the fact that they're really able to put their emotions in music and kind of convey what they're trying to say because Cancer is ruled by the moon, which is the, the planet of emotions and things of that nature. So Cancers tend to be really in tune with their emotions and in tune with the emotions of other people, basically. So I think that all the artists who have Cancer placements are able to connect with their music and that's why people resonate with it so well and that's why they do so well in the music industry. For example, Ariana Grande, she's a Cancer. Lana Del Rey, she's a Cancer. Adele has a Cancer placement. I believe she is a Cancer, it's either Cancer Moon or Cancer Rising, one of those. But she has Cancer in her big three and she's amazing in music. And of course, Taylor Swift, Cancer Moon. So all of these Cancers are really talented and they're really well, they're doing really well in the music industry. Moving on to her Rising, she is a Scorpio Rising, just like me, just like me. And one thing about the Scorpio Risings is that we're very pretty. Taylor Swift, she's gorgeous. She slays every time. Have you seen her on the red carpets? But Taylor Swift is really beautiful. And she has like that eyes, like her stare, her glare, whatever. It pulls people in, it draws people in. And that's something that happens with water signs, water risings in particular. So Taylor Swift, when people look at her, they're really drawn to her. And she's really good at attracting people, seducing people, whatever. And manipulating people. But... Scorpios are really petty. They're a water sign. They're ruled by the planet Pluto and Mars. Mars is the planet of aggression, drive, and things of that nature. And then Pluto is the planet of secrets and holding back and death and everything like dark and grimy. So in reputation, Taylor Swift was most definitely channeling that Scorpio rising energy because Scorpios tend to do a lot with revenge. But yeah, that's Taylor Swift's big three. I could definitely talk about her entire birth chart if you guys ever wanted something like that. But I really think it's interesting looking at artists that I resonate with and seeing their birth chart, seeing how compatible we are, or seeing what we have in common, or seeing how their placements kind of affect their music and how well they do. One song that I really believe radiates Gemini vibes is Mastermind off of her recent album Midnight's. And if you haven't listened to it, basically the song is about how Taylor Swift was very calculated and planned out the steps of meeting the love of her life. And she was kind of manipulative in a way. 
and I think that kind of correlates with Gemini low-key but she wanted to make sure everything went her way and that she met who she wanted to meet and they connected and eventually they're in love so that's basically what the song is about and she does a really beautiful way of showing that so I think that this song radiates Gemini vibes because Gemini is intelligent very mentally strong they're ruled by Mercury, which is a planet of information, communication, technology, and it's an air sign. And air signs tend to deal with mental and social aspects. And I think that Gemini is similar to Virgo. Well, they definitely are because they are both ruled by Mercury and they are both mutable. So this song definitely gives Virgo vibes as well, but I think Gemini takes the cake actually. Like it overpowers the Virgo energy. Overall, it gives Mercurial vibes. As much as I hate to admit it, Virgo's manipulative just like Gemini because they're both good talkers and Gemini especially, as an air sign, knows how to get into people's heads. And this is basically what Taylor is doing with her amazing imaginative lines and themes of chain reactions and every action has an equal and opposite reaction, all those kinds of things. They were consistent and the lines about fate and everything, this song is amazing. It's exquisite well thought out just like gemini gemini thinks things out plans has steps in front of them and although people like to say that air signs and mutable signs like to go with the flow i feel like gemini because of mercury and virgo of course uh, how to put myself in there you know likes to plan things out and be specific with these things and that kind of energy overpowers the go with the flow be free energy that people sometimes see in air signs or mutable signs but I think that this song has some of the best lines writing-wise. Like, they're so intelligently written and placed. So that's Mercurial vibes, definitely. So, for example, she says, What if I told you none of it was accidental the first night that you saw me? Nothing was going to stop me. I laid the groundwork and then, just like clockwork, the dominoes cascaded in the line. What if I told you I'm a mastermind? And now you're mine. It was all by design, because I'm a mastermind. The whole theme that she has throughout the song about like planning things out and having the steps relate to each other and the causes and effects and whatever, planning it out and then planning it out in the song itself too, just amazing. The way her brain works is awesome and she's definitely channeling Gemini energy here because that's definitely something Gemini would do. Gemini would definitely plan out, they see somebody across the room, they're like, I want to get to know that person. So they make sure everything that they do results in them being able to know that person and then they fall in love whatever they get to know each other. Because Gemini wants what Gemini wants, and they're not afraid to manipulate whatever they need to do to be able to get it. So this song gives Gemini vibes. Also, the fact that Geminis typically are very smart, and the song is called Mastermind, like, connect the dots. Does it not make sense? It definitely does. Now for Cancer, I mentioned this before, but Taylor Swift is a Cancer moon, and Cancers tend to do amazing in the music industry. And I feel like the fact that she has a Cancer moon really boost her chances of doing awesome because a lot of people love her like the Swifties exist and people just in general enjoy her music whether or not they're a Swiftie they at least have consumed her music before and can realize that she's a good songwriter and she has talent and she's a good singer of course but songwriting seems to be kind of like a hidden gem nowadays I feel like like most people in the music industry they might write a little bit of their songs but there's mostly other people writing them for them and then they sing them like, there have songs written for them to sing for the purpose of that, or songs get passed around the industry a bunch of times until somebody chooses it to sing it and record it and release it and whatever. But I feel like not a lot of artists or not too, not enough artists write their work and then sing it, their own work as well. But Taylor Swift definitely does that. But back to Cancer Energy. 
So I think that one song that definitely conveys the cancer energy is Gorgeous off of Reputation. And personally, every time I listen to Gorgeous, I know it's on Reputation. But I feel like that this was her preview to the lover era because Gorgeous just feels like the energy of Gorgeous is so different from the rest of Reputation. Because Reputation itself is a Scorpio and it does give Scorpio energy, of course. She's channeling her Scorpio rising. But Gorgeous, the song, it's such a drastic change from what they're used to. So I feel like maybe if you're looking at her discography and the way that it's set up, I feel like Gorgeous and Lover are giving Cancer energy, her Cancer moon, that she that's what she took out of it. She took her Cancer moon and put it into the songs and the album. And then for Reputation, it was giving very much Scorpio rising. And then, you know, a little tad bit sprinkle of Sagittarius because Sagittarius and Scorpio have really similar energies but back to Cancer so I said Gorgeous reminded me of Repu of Cancer Gorgeous from Reputation reminded me of Cancer and it was very bubbly and happy and childlike and Cancers tend to be very romanticizing and they look for the best in people like they might see a little bit of something a little like hint that somebody might be good and they take it an extra mile or an extra 20 miles actually they tend to overdo things they tend to definitely romanticize life like they try to live life to the fullest and see like the good in people even when there might not actually be good things and i feel like gorgeous is a very positive bubbly happy song like you can't listen to it when you're upset or else you're just gonna get annoyed but you if you're feeling emotions that mirror the meaning of the song then you're gonna be all up into it and all happy and stuff so i feel like that kind of reminds me of cancers because if you're upset around cancer and they don't feel the same way. If they're really happy, then you might get annoyed at them. But then, if they're annoyed too, wait, no. If you're happy and they're happy, then it feels so much better than if you, if it was anybody else. If that makes sense. So, if the song itself reminds me of being deeply in love and obsessing over one person, and I mentioned that cancer gives very, I guess, childlike energy, at least. Because they want to be nurtured and they like to nurture people. They're always trying to take care of people because they are the maternal like energy of the zodiac. They're ruled by the moon, their water signs, everything like that. So I feel like this song and cancers in general, they tend to be very childlike, a little immature, but they do like to nurture people and be nurtured. Like the way that they act toward people is how they expect everybody to act toward them. And although they never really get that nurturing, they do tend to nurture people and have that kind of childlike energy. And I feel like this song is a little childlike. Like because some of her lines in this song aren't really like the best creative wise it's truly based off of like that most that raw emotional happy and love feeling that she's trying to convey some of those lines are just based purely off of that without not real thought but i feel like they're not as creative or deep as some of her other lyrics for example you make me so happy it turns back to sad that is such a cancer lyric such a cancer lyric not saying that they're not creative or deep or anything because of course they feel deeply and they feel the emotions of other people deeply as well but it's very babyish and she's done like more mature work and that line is just it's silly and cancers they're silly i feel like taylor swift kind of strays away from leo energy the only leo album is folklore which was released on july 24th making it a leo but i feel like i don't see a lot of leo energy in her music maybe it's because she doesn't have those placements maybe it's just because leo energy is really specific and unique well all of the signs are but she doesn't really radiate this energy in her music that often so this one was a little difficult for me to pick out but for 
Leo, I think that the song I Bet You Think About Me from Red gives Leo energy. Now, to explain the backstory. Leo is a fire sign ruled by the sun who's stubborn. So this means that they're very flashy. They gather attention. They make a mark. They make influence. So wherever they go, people are staring at them. And when they leave, people are still thinking about them. Like they're that, I guess, not attention. They're attention capturing and they're attention seeking. So it matches well. It works out well for them. And because they're ruled by the sun, they like to be the center of everybody's attention, just like the sun is. And people say that Leos are self-centered, but I don't think it's that they're self-centered. I think it's just the way that they look. They're all really beautiful or striking or they capture your eye. So people want to look at them and they're so used to the attention that they've been getting all their life that they want more of it and they like it and they enjoy it. Especially being ruled by the sun, who is literally the thing in the middle of the universe. Well, in the middle of the solar system. So, yeah. And then being fixed means being stubborn and not really liking to change or adjust to new environments and liking everything to stay the same so i feel like the fact that in i bet you think about me she's like oh yeah we're not a thing anymore but you still think about me like i made a mark on you and i'm in your mind 24 7 all the time and you can't forget about me i sunk my claws into you and you can't get them out because i'll be there forever traces of me memories of me all of that and the fact that she's kind of talking about how you moved on faster than I did, but I know you're going to think about me, whatever. It took me some time because Leos are stubborn. They're fixed. They don't like change. They run away from change, and change tends to be hard for them. So maybe in the beginning, before, in the earlier stages of the song, Taylor Swift was feeling a little, oh, she can't really move on. She doesn't know how to move on because she's not used to change or she doesn't like it. But now that she has, she's growing. She's glowing brighter, better than ever. And the person that misses her is missing her and thinking about her all the time. Literally, the song is called, I Bet You Think About Me. For example, she says, I'm harder to forget than I was to leave. Leos are not forgettable at all. She's really focusing on this energy in the song to show that who she is writing to will not be able to forget all their memories in time together because she is a memorable person and she will continue to make and leave an impact no matter what he does to try to forget about her or ignore her or whatever. Leos are fixed fire signs, like I said, They're strong, stubborn, beautiful energy, and these are qualities that people don't really forget that quickly. Personally, as a Virgo, I was really surprised to find out that Lover of All Albums ended up being a Virgo. But the fact that it's an August Virgo, super close to Leo, a little too close to Leo, makes a lot of sense. So, Lover was released on August 23rd, making it a Virgo, but maybe it has some Leo placements that kind of adjust that and make it un-Virgo because that's definitely what the album gives it gives very much un-Virgo but going to a song that does give Virgo off of her new album Midnight's I thought that you're on your own kid kind of radiated Virgo energy maybe that's just me maybe that's a little biased because that's just a song that I resonated to a lot but now that I think about it I feel like it does give Virgo energy so I'm going to explain why So the song really relies on the themes of independence, self-dependability, growing up with yourself, parenting yourself, kind of. And earth signs in general typically have to depend on themselves and are left supporting others with their entire soul, basically, with their entire back, carrying the world on their back. And that's definitely the energy that this song gave to me. It's like you have to depend on yourself and 
make sure that you're okay, but not really. You just have to make sure that you're going to persevere and keep going in life while also kind of lifting other people up and putting them above yourself. Virgos are literally the helpers of the Zodiac, improving other people's lives while barely standing solid on their own two feet and basically trying not to crumble under all pressure all the time. And the song itself, it's about persevering through difficulties and making everything okay and basically kind of like giving yourself a pep talk and giving everyone else a pep talk. And at the end when she's like, you're on your own kid, you can face this. You're on your own kid, you always have been. I just felt that that was very much Virgo. And I don't think Taylor Swift has major Virgo placements, but this song definitely gave that energy. Let's be honest here. I think we all know what songs give Scorpio energy. It's just a matter of finding out which songs from a very specific album give that energy the most. So I think it's safe to say that we all knew that Reputation just radiates Scorpio energy in general. She was definitely like channeling that scorpio rising that scorpio mars when she released this and the fact that it was released during scorpio season it just makes sense to be scorpio but at the same time that's not the only album that she released during scorpio season she released fearless on november 11th her debut taylor swift was released on october 24th and her red taylor's version was also a scorpio being born or being released on november 12th and then speak now on november 25th like Oh, no, not November 25th, October 25th. But, geez, she has so many Scorpio albums. And I guess it's just because, you know, Scorpio, her Mars. Mars is the planet of passion, aggression, drive, and motivation and that kind of thing. So maybe she's just channeling that energy when she writes her songs. And that's why so many of these are Scorpio. But it was really, really hard to choose, like, to narrow it down to what radiates Scorpio energy from Taylor Swift because there's so much. Like, I just gave you that list of albums. Think about the songs within the albums because they'll be Scorpio-influenced as well. So I think that the top one, at least, is Look What You Made Me Do off of Reputation. So this is the pettiest song alive. The most revenge-seeking, most I'll-get-you-back no matter what I have to do, it'll be the last thing I do, I don't care, you're gonna get your karma. That is what the song is giving. And that is definitely what Scorpio gives off as well. For example, the whole like death thing where she's like, the old Taylor can't come to the phone right now. Why? Oh, cause she's dead. Scorpio is ruled by the planet of Pluto and occasionally Pluto has to deal with like death and things of that nature and resurrection and coming back from the dead and things like that. So this wasn't like uncalled for or this wasn't like weird for Scorpio because this matches it too. Not only the Mars ruling, but the Pluto ruling as well. Because like I just said, Mars is the planet of, you know, passion and all that. And the fact that she has Mars in Scorpio means that her Scorpio Mars is so elevated because Scorpio is also ruled by Mars. So it's like, whoa, if that makes sense. So for example, a couple of lyrics that I think that really stick that scorpio energy is list of names and yours is in red underline i check it once and i check it twice she's like dwelling on the drama she's dwelling on the revenge and making sure that you're gonna get in trouble she's gonna make sure that she didn't miss you and she was going off of whoever her haters or enemies are she's like oh i have this one this one and this one let me make sure i got all of them to make sure that they're suffering so she's ensuring to make sure that revenge is not undone or overlooked. She wants to make sure everybody gets what they deserve. She doesn't care what she has to do to do it. And then the world moves on another day, another drama, drama. But not for me, not for me. All I think about is karma. And when the world moves on, one thing for sure, 
Maybe I got mine, but you'll all get yours. It shows she's definitely dwelling. She's always thinking about this. And Scorpios tend to be like that way. They might forgive or they won't forgive, but they definitely never forget. They will hold on to it. They will stick with him. That's not really healthy, to be honest, but I'm sure they don't care. As long as whoever they're mad at or whatever, they get what they deserve, they're fine with that. As long as somebody else is suffering too. They'll suffer just to make sure someone else suffers if they think they deserve it. So the last thing that I think definitely like hit the nail on the head with that Scorpio-ness was I'll be the actress starring in your bad dreams, implying that they'll stay in your head because Scorpios tend to be seductive. So whether you're thinking about them positively or negatively, negatively, you're thinking about them definitely. And there's no escaping or getting rid of her. So yeah, it's Scorpio. Look what you made me do is just Scorpio. Because Miss Swift is a Sagittarius herself, this one was the hardest one for me to choose, I think, because she's a Sagittarius. So all these bits and pieces of her songs are going to have at least like one gram of Sagittarius in them. Because, of course, that's her sun sign. But I think one song that is definitely the epitome of Taylor Swift, one song that dives deep into the Sagittarius energy is Mean off of Speak Now. Because the song is basically sharing how... Although these people are hating on her, sending negativity her way, she's able to surpass that and ignore that and rise above and be successful. Because Sagittarius is a fire sign, mutable fire sign, ruled by the planet of Jupiter, which is the planet of optimism. So she's going to be looking to the bright side, looking toward positivity and ignoring all the negativity in her life because she knows she's going to be successful and that's what she's doing. She's hating back on her haters and not really caring and proving to them that they'll never amount to anything while she is rising above and being successful. So, for example, in the lines where she says, someday I'll be living in a big old city and all you're ever going to be is mean. And then in the bridge when she's like, you're a liar and pathetic and alone in life and mean and mean and mean and mean. She's really attacking them. Of course, I didn't do a really great job of conveying that with my tone because I'm reading the lyrics, which is really weird to do, to be honest, because I'm so used to singing them or screaming them or sing screaming them. But for this, I have to like speak them. But if you really want that emotion, listen to the song yourself because she slays every single time. But basically in mean, she's kind of showing how people can be mean to her. She won't care. She's awesome anyway, and she knows that. So Sagittarian is Sagittarians really know their worth, and they like to ignore the negativity, focus on the positivity, and rise above. It took a lot of pondering and a lot of time for me to decide what I wanted to give Capricorn for a Taylor Swift song, because I feel like a lot of her music has to do with her emotions and her feelings, and Capricorn tends to be very restrictive when it comes to these things. But she does have one song that stuck out to me that radiates Capricorn energy. Before I tell you what the song is, I wanted to tell you more about Capricorn. So Capricorn is a cardinal earth sign ruled by the planet Saturn. Saturn is the planet of structure and rules and work. And Capricorn being an earth sign has to do with structure and work doing really good at that actually us earth signs are immaculate when it comes to being structured and organized and doing what we do well but because they're an earth sign because they're cardinal a cardinal earth sign they like to be on top they like to take control they like to be in charge they like to be their own boss and taylor swift because she is making her own music and getting money from that she's her own boss although she had that little situation with her last label with scooter braun and all that and that's why she has to make the taylor's version things she had those complications but that doesn't take away from the fact that she's a powerhouse and that she's amazing at what she does 
Maybe that's taking in that little Cancer moon, making her awesome in the music industry. Maybe, maybe. You know, Cancer and Capricorn are sister signs. I could talk about that, but let's get back to Capricorn specifically. So the song that I think radiates Capricorn energy is The Man by Taylor Swift, where she basically talks about the struggle of being a woman in the industry or being a working woman in general and having to fight and having to stick out and having to make more of an impact than she would have had to do if she was a man. Like men, obviously because of the way that society works, men are seen, perceived as better than women in most cases. And women are always constantly fighting, struggling, trying to get on top and to prove that they're worthy, even though we definitely are. We definitely are. But sometimes people don't like to realize that. People think that women are inferior when that's definitely not the case. Definitely not the case. But anyway... She talks about it all the time, like in her film, Miss Americana, she was literally talking about how people have to be fresh and shiny and new like every now and then or else people don't really like them. So she's constantly having to change herself and be fresh and new and shiny. Otherwise, people won't listen to her music or people won't like her as an artist and then she won't be as successful. But men, they don't have to do that. Women have a whole entire different struggle than men do. And that's basically what she talks about in the song and i think that the aspect of work and trying your hardest and trying to beat all of the things that are working against you and persevering that definitely gives capricorn energy a song that i think radiates aquarius energy is getaway car by reputation i mean the fact that they're running away from the situation already gives aquarius energy because they're very deflective they don't like to deal with things they don't like to talk things through they don't like to deal with their emotions they like to pretend they don't exist and pretend it's not happening like if you're a capricorn i'm not a capricorn if you're a cancer and you have aquarius placements or if you're an aquarius with cancer placements it must be really hectic for you because it's just two separate sides like cancer is really in tune with emotions aquarians definitely not they like to avoid them although they're feeling them they like to pretend that they're not so I think Getaway Card gives Aquarius energy because basically it's about her being here for a good time, not a long time. They're doing whatever crime together, but then once it's over, they're leaving, they're separating, they're going their separate ways. Even though you might expect them to stay for a while, it's not going to happen. They're going to desert you, they're going to leave you. And it's like she says, she says, should have known I'd be the first to leave, think about the place where you first met me. It's basically like in the song within itself, it's telling the story of people like, I guess I'm imagining maybe like robbing a bank or committing some sort of crime where it's like you do this for this moment in time and then you're going to leave and you're going to escape, you're going to run away. So it's like, hey, we met doing this crime together and I and I left, I dipped, I escaped. Why do you think I was going to stay for you? Like, think about how we met, what we were doing, that kind of thing. And then one thing that also stuck out to me was how she says, I struck a match and blew your mind, but I didn't mean it and you didn't see it. That's basically showing how the attraction was there, but it didn't mean anything and she was detached. So it's possible that in the Aquarius terms, I guess, it's like whoever they're with, it's like the person is attracted to Aquarius. They're like, wow, I want to stay around this person. And Aquarius is like playing with their feelings maybe or like showing a little bit of interest because they're there for a good time but not a long time. Like, it's not going to last. They're not going to stay. And they didn't really mean to make that connection. But the other person didn't notice that it wasn't really true, false, and um, true and deep. You know? She's detached. Aquarians are very detached. If you don't know already, they are fixed air signs, which means they are very stubborn in the way that they think. 
They like things to go their way because they're also ruled by the planet of rebellion. So they're not afraid to break the rules. They're very innovative and they're really great thinkers. They like to think of new ideas and new ways to do things and going away from the standard, breaking away from what's normal and doing what their own things are. They tend to be perceived as pretty weird because they like to be different. And that's totally fine. But at the same time, when it comes to the air sightness, they can be very deflective. They don't care. They're very impulsive. They do what they want to do. They don't really care about what other people have to say about it. So in the sense of getaway car, they're going to do whatever crime this is. They're going to do whatever deed this is. They're going to do it. Then they're going to separate. And there's nothing you can do to get Aquarius back, back in that car. You guys are getting away and separating it's they're ruled by the aquarius is ruled by uranus so that's the planet of innovation and new beginnings and progression they're ready to leave and move on but the partner wants them to stay but they need to leave to grow from the situation basically 